början var väl egentligen en karaktär som man hellre ville fly till. He just put it online and it was like a sensation. I live in Siberia and I've been saving money for one year just to come to this show. I saw energy, something that could attract people. I didn't realize how dark that energy was. After what happened in Miami, it changed everything. That night, something went wrong. Take a pill and go to sleep. Fantasidrömmen, visionen blev till någon slags mörk verklighet. Det var någon som satt och spelade med min hjärna och gjorde så att alla läskiga saker kom. When music was taken out of the equation, that's when things went too far. In my head, keeping the documentaries. Well, you know, I guess I guess most documentaries have colons. Maybe that's true. I think you know more than your average uh, uh, fiction film for sure. The cover of this film, the cover movie poster, I guess you know, cover or whatever you want. The the image that's associated with the that this played out in movie theaters really. Is very striking. He looks our boy Jonathan Lean Doer. And I gotta see I got that might be his actual real name. Maybe it, his his sister also had that uh, his name. And uh I think that's his actual middle name. Leendor. So I guess it's like a Swedish thing. Uh this anyway, the he looks fucking crazy in the uh, in the um, movie poster image that's associated with this film um it's somehow rated nc snow this this is not accurate this imdb says this thing this is uh rated nc 17 i don't know where that came from uh i believe it's a swedish production uh henrik berman is the director it's a good documentary. It's another really I was you know pretty intrigued with it. It's not perfect. It's not as good as the last few I've watched. Uh, give it a you know I'm gonna score it about an eight because and I recommend it, but it's definitely not like an elite film. Uh, first of all, if you don't know who Young Lean is, uh, you gleaned a little bit from what I played in the beginning of the show. Maybe, maybe not. He was a teenage YouTube viral sensation. Uh, a rapper, a Swedish rapper, as I think he was 15 or 16 when he first um, was making uh, songs and videos as part of a group called the Sad Boys, or you know, it was him and two other guys. He he's by far the the most famous uh, of the of the crew. And I had no idea he was as popular at, in in a way that was a little bit more like um, visceral than I imagined. He to me there, there's an there's an ironic detachment in his music. And and I I always thought that all, that ironic detachment and maybe maybe there isn't that's my point maybe I'm missing something 
but I, I thought it translated to the audience as well, and that's why he had such a big fan base. And you know, some of his videos have 50, almost fifty million views on YouTube. Uh, so he's a big, big star in, in in some, you know, in in I guess any kind of current sense. But uh, his, you know, the. the I can't describe the music uh, other than what you just heard at the beginning of this that co- uh, corresponded with the intro to this uh, this episode. It's very much, uh, and I'm I'm going to sound old and, and and like a fool here, but there's like you know I don't know I don't know if it's it's totally a SoundCloud rap. Um, there's there's a new kind of like slow, uh, very deadpan kind of depressing. Um, bleak sound, just like a bleak tonal sound to a lot of the, a lot of his stuff, and I, I like it. I think it's really interesting. Um, he was on hippos and tanks, uh, and that that's a that's a part that's probably the most interesting part of the of the documentary is that kind of era, that first wave of his success when he signed to hippos and tanks. And I actually did, I had no idea the history of that record label and and the guy who uh, headed that label and he, how he was the son of this like big shot. Um, old school kind of Hollywood Miami uh, music and film producer uh, Stephen something I forget the guy's name, but he basically set up his son with this money. He founded Hippos and Tank. I had no idea that that was the whole uh, backstory to that. Of course, Hippos and Tank. If you're not familiar, they uh, James Ferraro, whom I'm, I'm a big fan of, uh, Dean Blunt, and others. Uh, other kind of experimental music. It's 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 music that is. And someone in the documentary said said it really well um paraphrasing here and i forget who said it but they said that the music that they've released is sort of like uh performance art on like a recording if 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 a recording could be like the equivalent of like performance art to art then that's what kind of the kind of music they do at uh, hippos and tanks and uh i i find it very interesting james ferraro's stuff is fascinating to me and um it's it was it's really sad. Like the story of that first wave of success, uh, basically. Uh, I guess spoilers here, but the head that the son of that um, kind of uh, media mogul dude or whatever is kind of a classic character. Uh, he's on. He's in the documentary. He's wearing a shirt that like is popping. It's like doesn't fit him. His son has died in a car crash uh, on his way to the hospital to um, see young Lean Jonathan Leendor who uh, was basically put on suicide watch because he had like a psychotic episode. And this is after living in Miami for, I guess, a few weeks or months and uh, trying to make a record, but basically getting so caught up in drugs and just uh, manic, uh, what turned out to be bipolar disorder for, for young lean, uh, which he talks about later and they go into later. Um, but yeah, it's so that that I think that kind of middle of the of the of the of the movie is where it hit its stride, and it's really kind of was a was a real fascinating st- you know story that I didn't know. I I would have liked to have seen two things, two my two and two critiques of the film. I would have liked to have seen a little more of the early life and a little bit maybe more of like where he came from and like how he got that start. They kind of glossed over that, and that to me is like, how did he find the virus? Like like what? specifically led him to make that early music and 
you know, the lead into that, like how, how they recorded it. I would have liked to see a little more of it. And just even his younger life and his home life. Like there's an interview with his sister, mom and grandma towards the end, but it's very brief and it's, it's not set up at all. They have some home movies of him as a little toddler, which is pretty cool. But, um, yeah, my other complaint would be that it was just a little too long, dragged a little bit at the end. I was like, okay, could wrap it up. It could have been about 15 minutes, probably shorter. But other than that, I give it an eight. It's a nice documentary. Uh, if you're interested in this uh, weirdo uh, <laughs> white Swedish rapper who was a viral smash as a as a young teenager, then check out Young Lean in my head.